Okay. So you kind of like did a taping uh, over, yes. so it was kind of off a little bit, like audio-wise? Um, so like, I didn't have a video at all, so I just released audio like on Spotify. Oh, okay. Um, oh, okay. That's not bad So then. that was like, that made it, things a little bit easier, but one time I lost the audio, mm. um, and that thankfully I was like for my best friend's podcast, so I didn't mind just redoing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that one you can't really redo, because honestly, all the podcast, like what makes up that podcast good is an audio for the most part. Yeah. So if you don't have the, the good audio... Then yeah. It's like, yeah, it doesn't. Aww, sense. that's rough. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully that doesn't happen. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, 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 definitely not. I, I've learned for sure. Your friend wasn't able to make it today. Um, no, he he actually broke his leg, <gasps> or oh not broke his leg. He he tore his patella tendon. Oh my god. So he's uh he's yeah he's a little handicapped right now, Aww. but we're trying to get him. He has surgery on Monday, so hopefully he can start like making it out. Oh well, yeah. blessings to that. That stings. Yeah. Oh, I just watched um. Like, sorry to like kind of compare, but no, <laughs> I just watched Iron Claw with Zac Efron and their family went through a lot. Have you heard of it? It's no, like I the boxing, not the boxing, the wrestling movie. Um, Iron Claw. Mm-hmm. I haven't. No, it just came out. It just came out with Zac Efron. He looks like super buff because he oh, like is okay. like on steroids or something. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, dude, it just talks about this family. It's a true story yeah. about this family who was like wrestling and stuff and they just had so much bad luck. Mm-hmm. Like amputated foots and broken plates and everything like uh, poor family sorry yeah like, no you're good no bad omens to the surgery i'm sorry but i was just no, thinking of that because i just saw it like yeah, the no, other day <laughs> are we recording yeah we're actually live right now hey what's up <laughs> i know i always forget to kind of like just like give a little like intro it's but surprise um yeah this is this is episode 26, 26? episode 26 <gasps> of the most wonderful you sent me 27 and i was excited I about that because i was like seven's my lucky but really? it's okay, okay so the thing is it was going to be 27 <laughs> mm-hmm. however we had a cancellation yesterday so we had to yeah but cool. i mean 26 it, is cool it too. happens I, I guess it was it's just meant to happen i guess mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that you actually performed so uh, i need to give it a better intro yes so your name is alize, alize. okay mm-hmm. what's your last name guzman guzman okay mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh i just knew you about alize just because like your it's Instagram. like my little stage name yeah. yeah ali stars is that how you say it or? ali stars yes okay, i've yeah. had that name since seventh grade me and my friend created a youtube channel and her name was jen bubbles and mine was ali stars wow. i don't know why i just like stars yeah and then i had to do the two z's because everyone in middle school we were emo so like oh, that was the thing you know when you texted z's? the two z's thing <laughs> yes yeah, very cool yeah that's so dope mm-hmm. um and so you you actually so you're a singer with mm-hmm. an artist do you actually like you record like your own music for the most part yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. i just look up beats on youtube beat stars mm-hmm. um i worked on like creating a beat with one of these one of this guy that I, one of this guys this mm-hmm. guy that i met and he's a producer he creates beats he's really really talented at it and he helped me create like a beat from scratch oh, wow. so that was a cool experience um but it takes a lot of time and it's yeah. really hard since i moved to san francisco and I don't really trust anybody out there or haven't met anybody yet that I trust. So, yeah, right yeah. now I've been on YouTube, BeatStars. Yeah, so when did you first start? Um, How did you get into music? What age did you start like making oh music? Oh, my God, since I was born. I don't know. I've just okay. always been singing. Really? Yeah, I've always been singing. Um, it's funny because I just recently found a notebook where I was writing letters to Hannah Montana <laughs> and I actually posted that. Oh yeah. Did you, did you see it? Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was just letters to Hannah Montana and I was like, dear Hannah, I want to be a pop star just <laughs> like you and a singer and an actress and a yeah, dancer. So and cool. I was like, I think that was when I was like seven. Um, but yeah, even before that, I was just always singing. Um, when I realized that I wanted to do it seriously, 
I remember I heard one of those things on the radio where they say, do you want to be the next Disney star? And I was like, yeah, I do. Yeah, I want to be like Anna Montana. <laughs> yeah. And so they would tell you to go to this hotel. And, you know, there was a bunch of kids that would go and they would do their thing. It was for singing, acting and modeling. Okay. And um, yeah, I asked my mom if I can go to it. And that was like my first little performance. I was like seven. Yeah. And that's when I was like, yeah, this is kind of what I want to do for the rest of my life. It ended up being a scam because they asked my parents for money at the end. Oh, but, you know, it was a cool experience yeah. regardless. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So don't trust those hotel radio yeah, thingies. I don't know. Sure. And it was, a, it was a local one? It was, yeah, it was here in El Paso. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the Hilton Hotel or something. Yeah. Oh. And you, you actually, you performed this past Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I could have made it. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Uh, yeah, it was like a random. I mean, it was a Thursday. It was like the middle of the week. Like, yeah. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> how how was that? Because there was, was a lot good. of like really good like local talent there. Oh so. yeah, there were so many local artists that went. Um, very very talented local artists, and it was cool because I was able to meet some people that um, I've been wanting to meet and like yeah. see perform live. So that was really cool. Yeah. It went really good. Um, I have just kind of realized this about myself that i'm very hard on myself Mm. so i think i did good and i i want to say yes i did good but um i just always like think i could do better so that's just something i'm currently working on with my voice and stuff no for Mm -hmm. sure i mean i I could definitely see that it's just i mean you want the best from yourself yeah right Mm -hmm. Um, i'm a perfectionist yeah (laughs) and it's that self-talk that's like most important though right oh yeah 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 and um, I was really hard on myself that day. Like, I think I was definitely, that's something I'm really working on is transforming my, like you said, my self-talk, transforming it from being not so negative to positive, like the way that I treat myself. So it's a progress. Like, it's a work in progress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so, um, have you, do you know, um, this is some of the local artists that I've, I know. Mm-hmm. Do you know Cyrus? Have you no. ever met Cyrus? No. Uh-uh. Um, he's, well, he was on the podcast mm-hmm. uh, maybe a few, maybe a few months ago. That's an artist. Do you know? I know Jordan Taylor. I don't. I, don't I know want, Jordan Taylor. I met her. She she performed at my family spot at oh, Neep Collective. So cool. Yeah. Uh, you should definitely. We should definitely have you one of the. Uh, like I know you're uh, gonna leave pretty soon, yeah. but that'd be. So I'll dope. be back though. Yeah, because we have um we have live music every Saturday. Oh, that'd be so cool. Yeah. Yes, so. I'm always looking for opportunities to perform just to like. It's fine. Like I yeah. love performing. It gives me more practice because I still get nervous sometimes when I go up on stage. So the more I do it, the more I know I'll feel more comfortable. And it, it's just so fun. No, yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Who else was there? Um, I've, I've met Genesee before. Yes, Genesee. Um, I haven't talked to her too much, but I saw that she was performing as well. Mm-hmm. That's so dope. She did great. And she had background dancers too. Really? So that's something I want to try doing too. Because yeah. it just like, it enhances the performance a lot. Oh, for mm-hmm. sure. That's so awesome. And it was at Lowbrow? It was at Lowbrow, yeah. which is so beautiful. Have you been there before? Mm-hmm. It's a really great venue. Yeah. yeah, like the stage, the lighting, everything about it. I was really impressed, yeah. Yeah. So what, how do you feel about the music scene here in El Paso? Um, I like it. Yeah. Like, um, for me, for a while, it was a little bit discouraging because I wasn't seeing artists outside of rappers, which isn't a bad thing. But for me, like... Um, I don't know. Like, I, I wasn't seeing a lot of people outside of being rappers, you know? Mm-hmm. So... I, when it came to like networking things or wanting to collab with other people that were singers, it was hard for me. Now I'm starting to see more, like I'm meeting Jordan Taylor, mm-hmm. I'm meeting Genesee. So now I'm starting to see a rise, yeah. you know, but yeah. And but nothing against rappers. Rappers yeah, are cool too, no, for but sure. you know. No, you, you, you want to see people like more, um, I mean, if they're not women, definitely just more Especially people. Especially women artists, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's so dope. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you feel like everybody's like pretty supportive of one another? Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Like it's definitely its own little community. Mm-hmm. Um, 
even when we were getting ready for the performance on Thursday, just the group chat and everybody hyping each other up, singing each other's lyrics in the group chat. Like, it's definitely really, really a really nice community for sure. Yeah, it's just, um, I think it's just difficult to sometimes get the support of all of El Paso when it comes to promoting and marketing. It's, It's kind of hard to market. And I think that's something we're still trying to navigate a little bit is how to really extend outside of the music realm when it comes to people coming to our shows but yeah i think it's something that needs a little bit of work but we're getting there for sure for sure Mm -hmm. i i I don't think like i think el paso does support local but Mm -hmm. i feel like it could be so much better definitely yeah in my opinion we had a good turnout at the show but i think it was definitely more um it was also expensive though so i i understand i don't know i don't know it's like difficult because i feel that we do deserve a good turnout when it comes to how we're marketing ourselves and how much we think we deserve because like you know we've worked really hard on our stuff we've invested a lot in our stuff but El Paso's cheap you know like yeah. you know and we understand that it's really expensive too yeah. at the same time like so we're still trying to like figure that out um but I think for the most part though El Paso does a good job about supporting each other when it comes to I don't know just even reposting yeah. that's like a small thing that I think a lot of people here do and commenting saying that hey you're gonna do great i got a lot of text messages saying hey you're gonna do great and even just that means a lot yeah, so no, for i think sure. we do a really great job with that yeah those little like just messages are everything right oh just yeah like, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. um what does it feel like to uh to perform in front of like a live live audience um ooh, it feels mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't know. It's kind of hard to put into words. Um, For me right now, the reason why I'm in San Francisco is because I am studying expressive arts therapy. Mm. So it's psychology integrated with music, dance, creative writing, theater, art, you know. So it's just all of these aspects that isn't just traditional verbal talk therapy. Mm -hmm. And so I know a lot of people, including myself, really benefit from expressing themselves through the arts not just through talking to one another. And so that's how I feel when I'm on stage. I feel that's just the way that I'm really able to express who I am, be who I am, feel comfortable with who I am, um, through my lyrics, through just being on stage, through connecting to Mm -hmm. people with music as well. Yeah. So, yeah, that's just... So you do you really just try to, like, interact with... I mean, that's essentially what you're doing... Is trying to interact as much as you can with the crowd, like just talking oh, around. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Every time in between my songs, I try to like talk to them. I try to include them a little bit. Like, yeah. hey, there's this one part in my song that maybe you guys can sing along to. Mm. This is how it goes. Let's do it, yeah. you know? Try to get them involved. I like to tell them about my experience when writing a certain song, what mm. I was going through in writing the song, things like that. Yeah, yeah. so it's really cool. That's mm-hmm. so cool. What was your first experience like? Can you describe that? With performing? Yeah. When I was at the hotel doing my oh, <laughs> Disney. That's true. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I remember I I sang like Taylor Swift and I was uh-huh. like really into it. Yeah. <laughs> well do you think when you're when you're little it was less mm-hmm. like a little less nerve-wracking? Oh, I didn't care. Yeah, yeah I really didn't care. My parents cared, though. Mm-hmm. They tried talking me out of it because they hadn't really heard me sing-sing. They kind of yeah. heard me just do, like, singing in the shower and yeah. being crazy and whatever. But <laughs> I remember they tell me this all the time, that they were in the audience and that when they told when I told them I was going to go and sing, they're like, are you sure? <laughs> like, okay. And then when I went up there, they, like, kind of hunched yeah. down in their chair. <laughs> um, 
and then I sang and I, I did a good job. I did pretty decent, I think. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're like, wow. <laughs> so, you know, they were more nervous for me, yeah. but, um, that goes away that like feeling of not caring anymore as a child, like, or did I say that right? Like not caring. Yeah. yeah. Um, it goes away. I definitely d- feel the nerves a little bit more, but it's getting better with each performance. Yeah dwindles just a little bit less is there but anything it's still you, there is there anything you do that helps you like before um yeah i do like a whole routine yeah i um i like to meditate hmm. so i'll do like breathing exercises do yoga um oh i'll do like affirmations while i sleep like i am talented i'm hmm. successful i recently tried steaming as well which apparently is really good for your throat you just do hmm. like you get like steam and you just like, bl- and like you just like I don't know, breathe it in. I don't know. Oh, like yeah. I, I probably should have researched it a little bit more before <laughs> I tried it. Yeah. But yeah, like I don't know. You have the steam. It's also good for your skin. So yeah, you know, try steaming. <laughs> but um, yeah, or just like things to prepare my voice as well. Drinking tea. Um, Ariana Grande recommended these little vocal chewies. They're called mm. Grester's pastilles. I probably didn't say that right. They're good for your throat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just try to take care of my voice. Yeah. And is it hard to do that? Like, like, is there like a green room behind stage or like, how does that work? Uh, like, for this one, there wasn't. Yeah. So you, where are you guys like? Just walking around. Really? <laughs> yeah. Just supporting the other artists. Yeah. yeah watching the artists. Um, at the other, I went to another performance um, a few weeks before this one and they did have their own like VIP room. Yeah. I think it just depends on the venue, mm-hmm. but yeah, just supporting the artists. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. so cool. Um, what's like your, what's your creative process like? Like whenever you're writing a song, like take me through that. Like mm-hmm. how, how does that from like start to finish and what, what, what goes into that? Mm-hmm. You know? My creative process. Mm-hmm. I, I actually work very well under pressure actually. Wow, that's good. So what I do is whenever I come back home for the holidays, I'll typically be here for the summer. I'll be here from Thanksgiving to a little after New Year's until I have to go back for school. Um, Because I know I'm going to be here, that's when I'm like, okay, I have to make music. In San Francisco, I don't know anybody yet Mm -hmm. that has a studio that's affordable. Yeah. And that, like, I trust. I'm Mm -hmm. still trying to network out there. I'm still trying to get to know people out there here. I know the person. We work well together. Um, so I know that, okay, I'm going to be home in this period of time. I need to start writing music. Yeah, yeah which works for me because, I mean, I do get inspired here and there. Like if I listen to a certain song, I listen to a certain artist, I'll get a burst of inspiration. But sometimes I don't, you yeah. know, sometimes. And that's the hard part. The hard part is actually creating a song when I'm not motivated. Yeah. You know, so... When I just am like, okay, this is when I'm going to be in town. This is when I have to do it. I'll even schedule like, hey, I'm going to be here this day. Let's go ahead and record. Yeah. So that way I think, okay, let me sit down and write. Because mm-hmm. I think I just have to do it. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And mm-hmm. what um, what do you like to write about? Um, Right now, I kind of like writing about spirituality and positivity. That's kind of the direction I'm going in a little bit. But I'm also a little bit of a storyteller. I actually don't really write anything super, super personal. Mm-hmm. Um, not because I don't want to. I just think it's kind of boring yeah. <laughs> for me. That's just not <laughs> yeah. my creative process. Yeah. 
I kind of take inspiration from Melanie Martinez and how her songs aren't necessarily something personal. I mean, they might be, but to me, it kind of feels like she's writing through an alter ego, like mm. through a child's mindset. Have yeah. you heard her songs? Uh, not too much, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah, well, yeah. Her, I don't know. They don't feel personal to me. They're, she's just like telling a story that's like interesting, yeah. you know? So I kind of like taking that direction. I used to write a lot when I was younger, like stories and novels and stuff. Mm. Not novels, but, you know, an aspiring <laughs> novelist. Yeah. Um, and so I like I like doing that. Like something that didn't happen to me, but like, oh, like this is somebody like going on a murder quest or yeah. like i don't know like it's not that but like something fun like that so yeah. i like i have a little bit of dark themes in there um the recent songs that i have do have spiritual elements like speak your truth and evil eye and yeah mm. mm-hmm. when it comes to spirituality like what where do you where do you land in in that like are mm-hmm. you do you practice a certain religion or like are you like what do you mm-hmm. what is that for you i don't practice a religion mm-hmm. i feel like for me it's very open like i don't have like a strict way of oh this is how it's supposed to be um i got introduced to spirituality like in 2019 it's like five years ago i think um damn already five years ago that's crazy i know (laughs) i know time goes by so fast because i feel like i just barely started learning about this stuff but i went to a dance workshop and i met these girls there who didn't specifically talk about that but they just talked about how they were really in touch with their um, intuition and they just were so kind and you can just tell like when you meet somebody the aura they portray and I was at a time in my place where I was very even more so hard on myself very socially anxious didn't want to talk to anybody um and I just wanted to be like that like I thought everything they were talking about made sense to me Mm -hmm. and i was like oh my god this like solves all my problems (laughs) you know um and this time it was like you were in college i was i yeah i was an undergrad Uh uh-huh in san francisco no i was here in el paso yeah i moved to san francisco a year ago okay yeah 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 so i was here in el paso and yeah i just like learned about it after i met them i just went home and did so much research about it and like i think the first thing i searched was how to be more psychic like it was more for fun like it wasn't really like serious um but i was like they were talking about things like that how coincidental things would happen to them all the time and i was like oh my god that's so cool like i want to be like that so i searched it and then it wasn't super like funny and like unserious as i thought it would be it actually told me tangible things that i could apply to my day-to-day life like Mm -hmm. it talked about manifesting the law of attraction meditating and the impact that it has on your mentality transforming negative self-talk to positive Mm self-talk and i was like dang like i could do this to my life and it could actually make a difference so yeah it it definitely changed my mentality a lot yeah Mm -hmm. when you talk about um like you talk about anxiety and Mm -hmm. like just things like that what is what is something you've had to overcome when it comes to like mental health and what's been your journey with that? Um, I think what I mentioned a little bit before, I'm a really big perfectionist to the point where I overanalyze every little thing. Um, and then that transforms into be into me being very negative Mm -hmm. to myself. Um, so that was the, that was the main thing. And then because I was so negative to myself, I felt like, okay, well, There's no point in me even contributing to a conversation with other people because I'm just going to say something dumb. Like, Mm. there's no point in me going and going to this event, talking to people like you're just going to sound stupid. Like, don't even try. Wow. Yeah, Yeah. that was my mentality for a really, really long time. I've always been very quiet and shy. Um, 
but with spirituality and with like really just working on myself and learning more about myself like not only through meditating but like journaling has helped me a Mm -hmm. lot too um I've just become more comfortable in who I am which has allowed me to be more comfortable talking and not feeling as I still get anxious for sure yeah all the time but it's easier for me to control at least a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. What what, it, what would be your advice to someone who is in that position or who's been in that position? Uh, like when you say um, how you felt like just that super negative self-talk, but mm-hmm. you just, um, yeah, just that social anxiety. If they're experiencing that, what advice would you like give them? Mm-hmm. <sighs> That's a big one. Um, I think... To put yourself in uncomfortable situations, like obviously not super uncomfortable, but I mean, exposure therapy is a thing, right? Like if you go out there and you talk to people and you put yourself in a situation that, yeah, it makes you a little bit nervous and you're scared of it, but at least you did it. Little by little, it's going to help. So I think that's what I started doing more. Um, I competed in pageants for a little bit too, and that scared the heck out of me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to be there and I wanted to give up a lot. But I'm glad I did it because it was just that. Like I had to talk. I was forced to talk to people more. I was forced to go through the interview process. Not forced. I wanted to do mm-hmm. it. But you know what I mean? Yeah. For sure. So yeah, I think just putting yourselves in those uncomfortable situations sometimes and challenging yourself and you know, that helps a lot. Like it's not going to help if you're just sitting in your room and you're not talking to anybody. You're never going to, yeah. you know, get over your anxiousness and grow. It's going to be very very difficult to do so so yeah just challenging myself a little bit more and doing things more and putting myself out there more mm-hmm. has definitely helped so yeah. i would recommend that yeah and like then the do you, are you much more aware of like just like the thoughts you have like just the negative oh yeah thoughts that you're... yeah sometimes a little too much like if yeah. i think something negative i'm like cancel cancel delete <laughs> <laughs> don't think that yeah. i get like scared now <laughs> um yeah 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 i'm definitely more aware which is a good thing yeah. i think like now um again like i said journaling helps me a lot so if i i also try not to judge my thoughts yeah. that's something else too um so if i do notice something coming up i'll just think okay that's something you thought of. No judgment. I see it as like a cloud. It's just passing yeah. by. Yeah. And I'll journal about it if I have time and remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How, how, what's your meditation like? Like, what, what are you trying to focus on? Or what, like, what, what, what have you learned through meditation? Mm-hmm. And like, what's your method? Because I feel like there's different ways oh, yeah. of meditating. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. some people can't sit still and yeah. just like do it. Like, uh-huh. no, that's not how many people work. Yeah. For me, um, I try to do it the first thing when I wake up. Um, Sometimes I don't though. Sometimes I'll go on my phone and yeah. then I'll meditate. Yeah. But yeah, I try to do it in the morning. I'll just do it for 10 minutes. I won't mm. go super crazy. And I'll put on a guided meditation. So mm. there's this one YouTube channel I really like. I think they're called Great Meditation. Mm. And um, yeah, I'll just put on a 10 minute one. Just sit there. Sometimes I'll lay down if I'm feeling really lazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like to also use my crystals too. So I get my crystals, hold them, just listen to it. And that helps me a lot too because... It's easier when you're listening to somebody talk. You're listening to the music. It feels more real too. Yeah, like it's like, oh, I'm sure. actually doing something right now. Yeah. <laughs> so I like what, doing what are that. The crystal, what do the crystals do? What kind of crystals? Yeah, or like what, what do the crystals do? Like what's mm. the meaning behind that? Oh, they just carry so much frequencies. They mm. carry energy. They carry frequencies. Um, it depends what kind you have. So 
if I feel that I want more abundance and prosperity, I'll get crystals that are catered towards that. So mm. for example, citrine is very, very good for bringing in money into your life. Oh, wow. So if I feel like I need some money because I'm poor mm-hmm. right now, yeah, I'll get my citrine. <laughs> yeah, let me get some citrine. <laughs> right, I know, <laughs> literally. <laughs> or if I feel that yeah. I, I need more self-love, that's the rose quartz. Yeah. Yeah, if I feel that I'm really anxious and I want to tap into a little bit more of my spirituality, I'll get amethyst, you know? They're, they all have different properties inside of them. Um so yeah yeah are, do you believe in astrology oh yeah yeah oh heck yeah <laughs> heck yeah i do <laughs> i love yeah. astrology what's your sign i'm an aries aries Fire. so yeah that's what march or april mm-hmm. march, march and april march okay, and april yeah. i am march 29th wow okay yes. so what's uh what are some of the like what makes you an aries what makes me an yeah. aries very action oriented mm-hmm. um ambitious passionate this is like fire red mm-hmm um impatient (laughs) i do get impatient um i i don't like to waste my time i like to get things done really quickly and yeah i think those are like the main things that are coming for me right now but what are some toxic things oh impatient (laughs) i get angry really easily sometimes i'm moody i I would not get that from you i know right that's crazy yeah i get moody (laughs) so like what makes you what would make you angry like what's something Mm -hmm. that just like sets you off i don't even i couldn't even tell you like (laughs) something randomly um it doesn't happen super often i think just because i've been meditating on it (laughs) and controlling it and working on it but yeah like i'm hot-headed yeah definitely um aries are the first on the zodiac so we're known as the the children (laughs) we're the kids yes so it's definitely like child mentality like you know which is great because there's a childlike wonder that we have towards the universe Mm. but also there's a childlike (laughs) wonder that we have towards the universe you know sometimes (laughs) yeah but i acknowledge that about myself you know i'm self-aware you're aware yeah (laughs) i'm aware that's the main thing Mm-hmm. uh what about what can you tell me about a sagittarius are you a sagittarius yeah. Ooh, another <laughs> fire sign i love fire signs fire signs um for sagittarius let me see you're able to adapt very well to any situation okay. so no matter what environment you're in no matter who you meet the type of people you're around you're able to adapt very well to hmm. that energy to that frequency to the area that you're in you love to explore very adventurous um passionate as well as a fire sign mm-hmm. so i'm thinking of fire like yeah. qualities um yeah those are the main things that i think of. and that seems pretty accurate is it accurate i like i because I, I i i think it's interesting i don't like really like yeah. i don't do too much research on it mm-hmm. but yeah every time someone like says something about a sag i'm like oh that that makes sense yeah i mean it's not like completely 100 percent. there's so much more to you than just yeah. your sun sign you have the rest of your chart you have your moon you have your venus um your rising there's a lot in there so if one doesn't speak to you like if your sagittarius doesn't speak to you sometimes maybe it's just because there's another part of your chart that speaks to you and it's not necessarily like oh this is what it is you know it's more so how you intuitively are when it comes to certain things and how to work with it um yeah and how to adapt to it sometimes so when you notice you're a certain way oh maybe it's because of this maybe i need to work on this Mm -hmm. like there's also certain elements that might rule your chart so for some people they have more fire signs in their chart than they have water signs Mm. so that means with water it's very flowy it's very empathetic it's very considerate of other people that's like the main traits of water signs 
So because you have so much fire in your signs, maybe you need to work a little bit more on empathy and, mm. you know, um, yeah. with earth signs, maybe you need to be a little bit more grounded if you don't have so much earth in you. Be more practical, reasonable, yeah. logical. Think of earth, you know? Yeah. With air, they're like in the clouds. Sometimes maybe you're in your head too much. Um, yeah. Things like that. No, well, that's very mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, I never it's cool. It like that. It's really yeah. cool. That's cool. What are, like, what are some, what would you say, like, are just principles that you try to, like, like, what is one principle that you hold close to you that, like, you won't, um, what's the word, that you won't compromise on, you know? Mm. Like a value? Yes, yeah. Hmm. Uh, the main thing that I think of is probably, I value respect a lot. Mm. I think, like, even if you have differing opinions with somebody else, at the end of the day, as long as you respect someone and are able to hear them out and hear what they have to say, then that's cool. You know, you don't have to agree, but I feel like if you respect the person, that's something that I find really, really important. Um, yeah, I think yeah. that's just the main thing for me is respect. Do you like, I really to, don't know. Uh, do you like to go out? Um, I, I like to now and then. Yeah. yeah, I don't as much anymore, but... I do like to now and then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I especially have been liking some of the new bars that are coming out here in El Paso. Like Hush Hush is really cute. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. For sure. I like the vibe there in Davenport is really cute. I need to go there. I haven't, it's nice. I, haven't been I like the classy vibes. And it doesn't feel like, like El Paso is cool, but they bring like new elements that are like El Paso, but also like what's being done in other cities. For sure. You know, like yeah. modernizing mm-hmm. the city a little bit more. And it's just very aesthetically pleasing and classy and cute. Yeah. yeah. No, I like them a lot for sure. I like the, that's that's more my vibe. Like the yeah. more, don't get me wrong. Like I, to, I like to get lit here and there, mm-hmm. but for the most part, I like the like super like just classy, nice ambience. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of like really p- good places popping up like that for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what? How do you like living in San Francisco? I like it, it a lot. Yeah. I like the city vibes. Mm-hmm. You know, I like. Same. It's freaking cool. Mm. And I also like that I can just walk around and be anywhere. And then there's people walking around. Everywhere I go, there's always people walking around. And I just walk across the street and I'm at a whole block of restaurants and coffee shops Mm -hmm. and places to go, like to shop or whatever it may be. So I really like that, especially because I didn't take my car out there because they have a really bad problem with, um, they call it bipping. So basically they, yeah, they break into your car and steal your stuff. Oh, wow. bad. So I got really scared about that. So I didn't take my car out there. Plus parking is horrendous. But they have good uh, public transportation now. Yes, exactly. So that's why it's not too bad. I take the bus everywhere and it's not free, but low key it's free. Just like, I don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) So a little tip from me, if you go to San Francisco, you can go on the bus for free. Um, but yeah so it's really cool i can just and it's like actually really small too like really yeah it's a really really small city i didn't realize that which is very dense oh yeah populated exactly yeah Yeah. but you know it's also the bay area too so everything outside of san francisco is i mean it's not san francisco but it's basically san francisco the whole bay area is kind of its own for sure i yeah that's definitely my vibe like Mm -hmm. i always say if, if i were to live anywhere it'd be like new york really I, uh like but i want to go to san francisco um i haven't been there yet mm-hmm. but i just love the fact of like just being able to walk places yeah. and i love working at coffee shops like just just being able to walk and just take public transportation because i don't know it's just like here in el paso we're just so used to just driving everywhere exactly and you feel more involved with people like For it's sure. like oh wow we're actually with other human beings right now oh, you yeah. know so you, it's you cool in, you definitely interact a lot more now that i think mm-hmm. about it 
here i feel like people are a little bit more like socially awkward definitely (laughs) yeah Yeah. you know what though with new york i love new york have you been there as well oh my god it's a beautiful city I don't like the cold though. Mm, so yeah, that's, that's what that's made me not <laughs> want to live in New York. I can't do the snow. I can't do the cold. It would make me so sad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. That's a, a good thing. I, I actually went to November, but it felt like it was like July when I went in, yeah. in New York. And mm-hmm. I, I literally cannot get that trip out of my head just because. Mm-hmm. I think I went in July. June or July. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This, this past. Uh, <sighs> not last year, but the year before. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, the city vibes is definitely, definitely. And w- another thing I noticed here is that it's probably one of the most least walkable cities I've ever lived in or yeah. ever been. Here been in El Paso? In. Yes, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Like, I, I, I damn near, in the past two weeks, I've almost gotten hit running. Like, it's pretty bad. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just, no. people, it's just people aren't Not aware paying of attention. It, you know? Yeah, because they don't even think about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and like, then they're probably cursing at you like, why is he walking? Yeah, exactly. Why is he walking <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> in the street right now? Uh-huh. Right? How dare you? How exactly. dare you? In El Paso? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> the audacity of this mm-hmm. dude. No, for sure. That's how it be. And the food oh, is yeah. like amazing. I heard in San Francisco. Well, just right? because we're right by the ocean. So, of yeah. course, the seafood is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's a little bit too fresh for me. And I think like <laughs> that's just an issue with me. Like, yeah. <laughs> because I'm so used to eating food that's not fresh, yeah. you know, so I kind of like crave the fake crab sometimes. <laughs> I just like that imitation crab so much that when I have the real stuff, I'm like, wow, this is crap. <laughs> it's good, though. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, it's really yeah, good. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really, really good. Um, also, just like other types of foods, too. Um, I live right by Chinatown. Okay, so yeah. I always go there for the noodles. The oh, yeah. I love Asian food, and mm-hmm. I heard San Francisco is Asian food is like oh yeah the Thai top-tier. food, yeah. oh, yes. mm-hmm. and then the aesthetics too. Because sometimes I'll go and eat at restaurants that are right on the pier, and you'll see the little sea lions, and they're wow. just like vibing, and then falling to the ocean, and then pooping into the water. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> this is a vibe. Yes, for sure. <laughs> We're vibing right now. <laughs> so cool. Yeah. What would you say to someone who like? Um, Cause I mean, it's not the easiest thing. To, at least I've noticed, because I've experienced it. People that live in El Paso, it's like it's like really hard to go and live in another city mm-hmm. and like just stay there. Because mm-hmm. it's for some it's reason, yeah, yeah, it's it's very people are very family oriented here, and it's. But what's advice you would give to someone who's like been wanting to leave and been wanting to go explore that? Mm-hmm. And what do you think they can get from that? Do it you know and if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out there's no shame in that it doesn't mean you failed or you didn't succeed or anything like that no like you tried and i think that's going to satisfy your heart enough i think even for me like eventually i do want to move to la that's like the main goal the reason why i went to san francisco is because the program that i want is only available in san francisco so i was like well close enough Mm. um but yeah like i want to go to la but like la's a whole different area and if it doesn't work out it's okay yeah you know but i think just at least if you try and you go for it and you do your best then you did the thing you did a yeah. good job you know and be proud of yourself for that too because i think sometimes we're hard on ourselves if we think that oh it's gonna be so difficult i don't know if i can do it you know if you if you want to do it you can make it happen for yeah sure. mm-hmm. yeah i think that's perfectly like perfectly put um why why what about la um is a music scene just very, like i just always cool? heard about la you know it's yeah, just the yeah. things you hear like yeah. that's just where all the celebrities are mm-hmm. and everything so now i have a different perspective about la i'm not sure about it anymore mm-hmm. and so that kind of hurts my inner child a little bit yeah but at the same time i do want to at least try go see what it's like um like i said it's a little bit difficult because i do know people 
here where I can make music and I honestly feel I could make more music here because it's so affordable and accessible and like again like I know the people here and I trust them and we work well together um in LA I don't know I already know it's gonna be really expensive to like make music out there so I've been thinking about that um I've also been thinking about how I can again make music pretty much anywhere I don't have to be wired to LA Mm -hmm. I think it's just like an inner child type of thing yeah if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out but i at least want to try it yeah Yeah. i think it's i think it's a beautiful city the weather's beautiful the beach yeah you can't swim in the beach in san francisco (laughs) yeah it's It's cold super cold right it's very cold yeah so that stinks yeah (laughs) (laughs) but i mean yeah i mean i don't i don't see why not you know yeah if if that's something that i mean there's a reason it's been on your it's on your mind you know and something you want to do and if you don't end up liking it like like I said, like what I always think about is they can always just move back. That's know? what I think too. Yeah. Um, that's kind of how I feel a little bit. Cause for the, for the last like year, I would say I've been like really wanting to move to New York. Mm, you should do it. Um, do you I, like the cold? Uh, no, actually, mm. but I'm not, it's, I can, I can adapt like pretty well. It's that's a, sa- a Sagittarius. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I'll adapt to it. Yeah. Um, it's temporary too. It's yeah. not like year round. So yeah, you'll exactly. be fine. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like it's just, it's not like you said it's kind of the same thing where you feel like you staying back here in el paso it's going to allow you to just do more like make probably make more music because it's going to be affordable and Mm -hmm. you already know people Mm -hmm. with me it's like i already have the studio that's like and granted i can probably like get um a lot more guests on like from other places if i were to move to like in, in new york right but i mean just being able to get have a studio there and like First of all, the rent for just having like a small little apartment is yeah. going to be like ridiculous. And then it's just a lot that goes into it that I'm, I've like that reality has kind of set in. But at the same time, like at some point, I definitely would like to try and live there. Oh, yeah, it's a whole different ball game. But the opportunities that could be presented to you from being in a city like that, the experiences, the people that you'll meet, there's like mm-hmm. a different breed of people out there. For like sure. it's cool, you know, yeah. so. For me, I love the fashion. I love Broadway. I love mm-hmm. musical theater. So that's also what's always really attracted me to New yeah. York. Um, yeah, there's just like, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Did yeah. you ever act? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. I um, I used to, well, that was actually my minor in undergrad was theater. Mm-hmm. And then that has to do a little bit with expressive arts therapy. is a little bit of like drama and mm-hmm. theatrics and those kinds of elements in there. Um, I met my best friend actually through going to a studio. They were called LAT Studios. They oh, offered. I, I remember. Yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They offer like singing classes and acting classes. And I then feel like they I went to a showcases. camp there one time. Yeah, yeah. probably. <laughs> they'd, be, they'd be doing camps. Yeah. yeah. So they would do like little events and stuff for the kids. And yeah. like it was super fun. Yeah. You could do little monologues. Mm-hmm. Um, I told you a little bit earlier, I did Viva El Paso. Yeah. It's really nice. It's a recurring show that happens every single summer. And it's in McKilligan Canyon. And it basically tells you the history of El Paso, but done through this really cool play adaption. Mm-hmm. And they have some singing, they have dancing, and it's like in a beautiful outdoor setting. So highly recommend you going. Yeah, yeah. super, super fun. I love acting. Yeah, that's so dope. Um, I also saw that you like you were in cheer for a while. Oh, yeah. That uh, was my life. Yeah. For, yeah. Do you doing that since you were little? Oh, yeah. I yeah. did that for like 10 years, wow, maybe okay. a little over 10 years. Um. That was my life for a very, very long yeah. time. Um, it was literally like school, go to practice, have no social life, <laughs> do it again. You know? Yeah, K- KTC, right? Oh, KTC. Yeah, because yeah. my uh, my little cousin, she, I don't, I don't know if she. I mean, they have them up to like they're eighteen years old, mm-hmm. right? Like, 
Yeah. Uh, um, sometimes I don't know if they're still doing it, but they also have a team where you can do it when you're over 18 as oh, well. Wow, it's a specific okay. team. Yeah. yeah super that's cool. cool. And just like seeing her, she like just the competitions that she goes to mm-hmm. and like it's just a whole it's a, it's a world it's, a yeah, it's like a community heck yeah, yeah it's like oof. <laughs> i loved it i loved it so much mm-hmm. um i love performing that's my thing practices ugh, you know not yeah. too much practicing school or whatever <laughs> but like i was i mainly did it because i just love being on stage yeah. like i love showing my skills it's also like a work ethic thing too like it teaches you so much like i was realizing i just learned so much from being in cheer like time management skills, working with a team, like showing up for others, being organized, like, you know, little things like that. Um, and I don't know, just like the dedication and the ability to push yourself to do things that you don't think your body can do, you know, like I, I was tumbling like every single day for hours and hours and hours. And I just remember being in so much pain, but like, not like it wasn't that bad because yeah. I was a little teenager. Like, I don't know if I could still do that now, but you know, like it was like, I was sore all the time, but like, it was for a greater purpose for and sure. it was worth it. Mm-hmm. It was always worth it. Like, I don't regret that at all. Mm-hmm. Super fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it definitely looks like a really like, it's people, they take it very serious and like, like it's very, um, yeah, it's super demanding. Like I heard on the, and it's competitive, yeah. which feeds my Aries energy. We're mm. also competitive. Are you competitive? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I like to win. <laughs> so just like on the, like on a game family game night, like you. Oh win yeah, I'm winning. <laughs> <laughs> Be on my team because we're going to win yeah. for sure. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I like. That. I'm I'm super competitive. Sometimes I shouldn't be in certain things, but it's like just something you just can't help. It oh sometimes. yeah. Oh yeah. You know. You know. Yeah. Are you um Are you in a relationship? I am. Yes. Yeah. My boyfriend. His name's Matt. <laughs> awesome how long have you guys been together about six months i okay. think it's been now mm-hmm. yeah and how um how'd you guys meet each other um we actually met through a dating app oh really right isn't that That's crazy cool. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. but I, yeah i like to say it though too because i'm like yeah i like some hope out there for, for some sure. people because i yeah, noticed a good guy. That, that here in el paso like in every other city dating apps are like normal commonplace mm-hmm. here i feel like people like look weird, down huh? on it yeah it's like, weird it's huh? kind of weird oh i look down on it too sometimes <laughs> i'm I, even when i said it i was like well <laughs> it's embarrassing yeah, i'm just kidding but yeah no for sure like i mean even in san francisco i get asked all the time are you on the apps are you on the apps mm-hmm. well before i met my boyfriend yeah um and that's just like a super common question that anybody asks like it's just like yeah yeah. what you have for lunch are you on that <laughs> <laughs> type thing yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i don't know i think it's just like i think it's just it's smaller here yeah it's that's probably vibe. what it is you'll probably see like all your friends on there <laughs> like, <laughs> it's weird yeah it's kind of funny mm-hmm. so how do you feel how do you feel like dating um I mean, maybe you you will have a different perspective because mm-hmm. you're in, in a relationship mm-hmm. but how do you feel like dating has changed um nowadays um well, I think for me, I'm going to think about how I was before I was in a relationship mm-hmm. and how I view dating. And I think this was something that I really, really had to work on and realize. Because for a really, really long time, I was viewing men to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. I was viewing men as like, oh, men are trash. Men aren't loyal. Men are this. Men are that. And by putting out that energy... That's all I was going to get. Not only because like I was literally putting it out and that's what I'm going to attract energetically, but also because like that's the first thing you learn about in psychology class is confirmation bias. Mm. You're going to be actively looking for that. Yeah. You know, whether you consciously know it or not, if you think men are this certain way and you say that about men, it's exactly what you're going to get. Vice versa with 
women too. If you think of women to be cheaters and crazy and emotional, you're going to get that type of woman, unfortunately. So it was definitely about transforming my mindset when it came Mm -hmm. to men. Um, Is that, was that from past experiences? Yeah. And just, I think like social media had a lot to do with it too. Like so many women were just saying things like, oh, like men are this and men are that. And I was like, yeah, they are, you know, just anger. <laughs> I'm in the Aries and I'm mad. No, like, yeah. And so I was just like feeding into it, for you know, sure. you get a little hype. Yeah. Up, you know, yeah. And that's for not sure. good for you. Like yeah. there's no point in thinking that certain way about relationships. Like if you think relationships are going to be that difficult for you because you think this way about the opposite sex or the same sex, like that's going, you're going to get that you know you're going to be looking for that and it's just again energetically what's going to come to you so you kind of have to change your mentality about how you view other people and you have to be more compassionate and empathetic and i think that's what we're missing nowadays is we've lost compassion for other people you know we look at social media and we look at how a person is and we think oh i know them i know how they are this is how they are all right, I don't like them. I'm just write them off. And then we don't even get to know them for who they are. We don't even get to know their whole person. Or, oh, there's this girl at the bar. Oh, she's at the bar. So this is how I think of her. Mm. Eh, I'm going to write her off. Eh, she's at the bar. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, And we're neglecting to really think about them that, think about the person that exists beyond just this one judgmental thought that you have about yeah. the person. So I think that's why it's more um, difficult nowadays for people and for me too for a really long time because I was single for a really, really long time before I met my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why because I had that mentality and I was so mean. I Not just like, not like outwardly, like wasn't mean to people, Mm -hmm. but like in my head, like, and I think people can hear your thoughts too. Like I think if you're going to think some way about somebody, again energetically subconsciously they can feel that you're not going to get anything good if you're always thinking negative about a man you know yeah so you'd say you're probably a little bit more defensive like oh yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and i think yeah like things i've seen on social media i've experienced a little bit like here and there with my own personal traumas Mm -hmm. um so yeah i think it was just an accumulation of of both and different types of things so how do you feel like like because one thing is like you're aware of you're very it seems like you're very self-aware of like especially if your thoughts and like your feelings and stuff um how like how would you feel someone like can really just like what's the best thing for someone to be able to like if they're aware of what they feel like whenever they're talking to somebody or getting into a relationship but they know they have like past traumas or maybe yeah. influencing them mm-hmm. like how can they kind of like start to kind of overcome that yeah you feel like I think what a lot of people might think, too, is that since they're not completely healed yet, oh, I'm not ready for a relationship. I don't think that's true. To an extent, yeah, like definitely work on yourself. And, you know, you do want to show up to be the best person that you can be for somebody else. But I also think that's a lot of pressure to put on yourself, too. You know, like if you're constantly thinking, oh, I can't I can't be in a relationship yet because I need to be this type of way or I need to lose this amount of weight or I need to like, you know, like it's just it's a lot of pressure. So. I don't think you need to accomplish some sort of goal to be in a relationship or to be ready, you know? Mm -hmm. I think as long as you're actively working towards it and you're trying your best and you're doing what you need to do as far as, like, trying to be a better person, we all have good intentions. We're Mm -hmm. not, like, walking around being bad people, you know? Like, I try to see the best in people, and I think people just need to realize that they need to see the best in themselves as well For sure. because I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one that's like super super hard on myself you yeah. know so I think it's just that like realizing your own worth realizing your own potential and 
being compassionate not only towards other people but towards yourself the more you do that i think the other things will just naturally come towards you for sure Mm -hmm. yeah that's one thing i feel like we just kind of lost like that um like you said compassion and just like we don't we don't really see each other as like human beings you know Mm -mm. for like for the humans like we are it's just i guess because first of all like social media like it's just everything is online so like let's just say you see somebody like through your phone like you're just not gonna have that same like people are much more inclined to say something negative through like on social media but and and like who's gonna do that like very rarely is that gonna be like done in person you know oh yeah so it's just kind of like i think just people have yeah we've just kind of lost touch with um reality in that Mm -hmm. way where like this is another human being and they have like feelings and they have a family and they have a mom and dad and just like everything like that you know and just their own like life experiences Mm -hmm. i mean we've all gone we've all gone through different types of experiences that have made us who we are today you know you might look at somebody who's older and think oh they're such an a-hole i hate them whatever it may be but at one point they were a seven-year-old and Mm -hmm. maybe they got abused and you know maybe something happened to them that was very traumatic and you know like you said we just fail to humanize people anymore that's what scares me about being famous too Mm -hmm. like ah cancel culture nowadays for any little thing any little mistake that anybody makes um and just creating this like whole narrative in your head about how you perceive a celebrity and uh, it scares me it scares me a lot so that's why it's also kind of deterring me from i don't know if that's a word but like you know wanting to sway away from wanting to be famous because it's scary it's really scary the way the internet is nowadays i don't know if i can handle it i don't know i want to say i can and i want to say i don't care what people think but you know, yeah. it's a flood of people saying a certain thing about me. Sometimes it's hard not to listen, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. It's it's very hard to kind of avoid that. I wonder if you can, like, because I, what I hear is, like, a, a lot of people that, like, become famous, they kind of start losing touch with, like, just, like, reality. Because mm-hmm. like, I guess they just don't. It's like inter- a whole world for them. Like, yeah. I couldn't even imagine. And I wonder if, like, what's the best way to, like, if you're rising into that, like, if it's, you can combat that in a certain way of just like um continuing to like it's but it's just hard like you say i was gonna say like continuing to just be who you are Mm. but at the same time like not that you change but in a way you kind of have to just to be able to like adapt with like i think when when people say like for example if someone succeeds or like they make a lot of money and someone says they changed Mm. like maybe yeah that's the case but could they have stayed the same? You know, like, could they have... Have you ever seen BoJack Horseman? No, I haven't. No. <laughs> yeah. So BoJack Horseman is about this horse who's famous. Yeah. And there's a quote in that show where they say exactly that. They say that when you become famous and you reach a certain age, basically, that's it for you. You don't age anymore. If you get be- if you become famous at 13, you're going to basically be 13 mentally forever mm. because you no longer have that ambition oh, and, shit. like, thrive to, like, or like, that drive to grow anymore because you've already succeeded you've already basically hit your peak i think of justin bieber all the time like i don't know sorry to call you out jb but (laughs) if we ever collab i'm down but you know like like things like that like that was a quote they said i don't remember the exact quote but it was that like this singer hit a certain age and she's basically stayed that way mentally forever because she no longer needed to grow you know she already kind of hit her thing i'm sure that doesn't happen just with celebrities i'm sure that happens with many people who become successful overnight like whether with their business or whatever it may be But then that's when you start seeing people who are older who still have that childlike mentality because they haven't felt the need to 
grow and transform and work on themselves anymore. Also, when you're surrounded by people who are always constantly praising you and thinking you're so great, you just think, oh, well, I'm great. I don't need to change anymore. So I can imagine that definitely happens with celebrities. Yeah. Yeah. So I always wanted to be a child star, but now I'm like, (laughs) "Mm, maybe not. (laughs) A lot of them are really fucked up in the head, Mm -hmm. unfortunately. Yeah, it's really sad. It's really, really sad. I mean, you just hear about so many sad stories that are happening to celebrities, whether it be alcohol abuse, drug abuse. And it's just it's it's a struggle. I feel like I have a lot of sympathy and empathy for famous people as well, because I can just imagine being in that bubble and being in that world, having so many people praise you, but also having so many people hate you. And then, I don't know, it's a lot. It seems like a lot. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a celebrity, a childhood celebrity that like turned out pretty good or all right, you know? Mm. Hillary I, Duff. Is she, is she, is she good right <laughs> She's now? She's been great. Cool. Yeah. She's what about good. Selena Gomez? She's doing good. Well, she, she wasn't like super, how old was she? Yeah. She was little. She, she was yeah. little. Maybe 13. She was on Barney. So really? she True. was already hanging out with Barney at the age yeah. of six. <laughs> <laughs> she turned out. She turned out. Good, she turned I out good. I'm I sure think she's I, had her, her problems. I'm but, sure too. Yeah. But like, I don't think anything super super extreme that we see that it's like headlining. It's hard. I don't even know what to believe anymore when it comes to what people are saying about celebrities no. nowadays. But, um, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I could see that. Like, I th- I think um, I guess that's one reason why, like you say, like people talk about like it can be a little bit discouraging when like you're kind of working towards something and it, it just, it, it seems like it's just taking so long for you to actually mm-hmm. like get where you want to be. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, that's probably, I think slow success is probably the best thing for it, anybody. It's kind of the best part I've heard yeah. too. Like just the journey itself yeah. is what really, I said this before, but really drives people. Mm-hmm. And then when you reach that peak and you reach that top, you're like, okay, what now us naturally as human beings i feel that's how we are like you know so it's the it's the ambition it's the feeling that you have a purpose when it comes to like wanting to accomplish something i think that's what really allows us to feel good about ourselves Mm. not so much getting there you know i mean that's great too like if you're able to accomplish what you want to accomplish and succeed like of course that's what we're all hoping for but I don't think that's everything either. Like, I don't think that makes you more so of a person once you reach this level of success. It's the journey and what you did to get there. For sure. That I think is more important yeah. sometimes than and we need to recognize more. Yeah, we lose sight of that for mm-hmm. sure. But yeah, you have some of your best moments when like you're not, you maybe haven't even accomplished what you're going for yet. But like, it's like when you're like, you can be on a high where it's just like, I feel like I'm getting there, you know? I yeah, feel like I'm... Oh, exactly, yeah. And then sometimes nice. you end up accomplishing what you envision and like, yeah, it's cool, but you're immediately on to like, all right, what's next? Yeah, what's next? Yeah. yeah, or sometimes you might think, oh, that wasn't as good as I thought it was exactly, going to be. Yeah. Like, unfortunately, that just happens sometimes. Um, so, yeah, I think just having grace with yourself yeah. and things like that happen. But Does that happen like just because expectations or like Maybe. is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But is it... Is it I feel like you should have expectations though. Like you should oh, yeah. have good expectations, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I, one thing I kind of like, I get nervous about or something I, I think about recently is like, I just, <clears throat> I think the only thing that scares me a little bit about like just more and more like success, because obviously it's still very early on, right? And like, um, but I definitely want it to grow and like, especially like the podcast and everything like that. However, 
the like I felt it a little bit, even like even though it hasn't been like that long, you know, where it's you almost get a little bit more pressure to mm. feel like you have to, per- to perform. Yeah, you know? that, that pressure that comes along for like um, from just like wanting things to um, or especially when like you're creating something, mm-hmm. you want it to be good and you want it to continue to like resonate with people. But sometimes, like, once you start to see that little bit of success, it's like, all right, how can I replicate it? And right. then that's or make how, it better, like, the pressure exactly. to make it even more. And then the pressure, just, that's how the pressure starts to come. And it's just like, I've definitely felt that a little bit. And it's just like, I wonder how to combat that and just what that is like for people, you know? Yeah, I completely get that. I think um, it's easy in the beginning because we kind of go into things with a beginner mentality and we're okay with that because we're embracing it and we're saying, yeah, like I'm new at this, I'm a beginner, like, you know, and you're more easy on yourself when it comes to that because, you know, you're thinking as is like, oh, I'm like barely mm-hmm. starting, like whatever it may be. And then once you keep going, you're like, oh no, like yeah. you said, the pressure starts to starts to come forward and i don't know i don't even have an answer to that because yeah. i think that's something i still think about as well it's definitely a big it's a big thing yeah, yeah. i mean think about it what if you put out just like a hit right mm-hmm. and then the next time it's like fuck like what do i do yeah, like, what do how I do, do i, do I you know? <laughs> and i i just think at least from i mean i haven't been through it yet but what first comes to mind is like you just have to like you just have to continue to do the things that got you to that point, you know? Yeah, I think just remembering why you did it in the first place mm. and um, keeping your mentality in that area and, like, trying not to sway too far from that is the best way of action. It's easier said than done, but, yeah, I think just, like, trying to remember that the reason why I'm doing this is because I genuinely enjoy doing it, you mm. know, and try to remember that I'm not doing this for other people yes it is nice to have people say hey you're doing a good job and like get the um i can't think of the word validation yeah Mm -hmm. yeah 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 that's a good one get the validation get the validation um so yeah just remembering why you're doing it in the first place and that it's something that you enjoy and that you love and and also having good people around you you know Mm -hmm. i think good like just having that's a that's a big one because especially people that kind of hold you accountable you know Mm -hmm. do you Mm -hmm. have someone that like kind of like that you go to like if you're if you're putting out a song like you have someone that listens to it first oh yeah my best friend hustle (laughs) my best friend hustle my boyfriend too i'll always show them immediately um my grandma yeah yeah those are like the first three people that i'm like listen to this now (laughs) stop what you're doing and listen Yeah, and uh, it's just like, it's so amazing when you get to share something that you worked so hard on and then you get to show it to the people yeah. you love. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just so supportive of me. And yeah, so they're the first people that I show. My friend Asul too, she makes music as well. So we're always going back oh, and forth so with dope. ideas. Yeah. yeah, so it's cool because we have like-minded interests. Um, she's the one who I was talking about too, who we both attended LAT. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, yeah so yeah, super cool. Yeah, do you... Do you how do you feel when you're about to put a song out? Like, do you kind of feel nervous? Oh yeah. yeah. Um, I think, um, I don't necessarily feel nervous actually when I'm putting it out just because it doesn't feel as like intense. Mm-hmm. Like I, I get more nervous when I'm on stage cause I can actually see the people in yeah. front of me and I'm like, Oh dang, they're actually listening to mm-hmm. me right now. It doesn't feel as real when I'm putting out a song. And I think that's just because, um, I don't get a lot of people viewing it yet. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't feel as like crazy. I can imagine, though, 
again, the pressure that it might be when more people are really streaming and listening in yeah. and making comments. And so for like yeah. the mu- the music, like how, how does it work? Like what, what's the main goal that you're trying to achieve? Like what's the best way to kind of start just getting more ears on, on your, on your music? Is it, I mean, just releasing like music videos on social media or like, is that a big thing? Like mm-hmm. how does that work? Yeah. I just like marketing myself yeah. more. I mean, doing things like this is really exciting yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just try to create as much content as I can with things surrounding my music and like the goal, I guess is like, Oh, maybe this one will go viral, you know? Yeah. So that's kind of my approach with it right now. Um, and just like putting it out there because mm-hmm. if I just put my song on Spotify, like, yeah, hopefully people will listen to it, but more than likely not. Does it get, do you, is does Spotify have an algorithm where like you can actually start getting pushed to like other people that may not have followed you from mm. other social medias? Like, can they find you through Spotify? I hope so. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. That'd be I'm freaking sure. cool. I mean, yeah. it has to. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know how Spotify works. I yeah. honestly have no idea. Yeah. I hope they freaking do that. Cause <laughs> dang, what the heck? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, I don't even know, but I could tell you that if I put out a song on Spotify and I'm not promoting it, I'm probably not going to get a lot of views. Mm. Yeah. But it's up to me or streams. So it's up to me to really talk about it again and again and yeah. again and again on social media. But it's hard. Yeah. It's like a lot. It takes up a lot of your time. For sure. Have you um have you put out an album? Not yet. No. Very soon. Yeah. Yes. I actually just solidified the name that I want to have for it. It's called Know Your Worth. Ooh, and okay. I should have like realized it from the very beginning because I've always had that as my Instagram bio for years. Mm-hmm. So it just makes sense. Yeah. Know your worth. I liked that a lot. I think I realized that after my performance on Thursday, I was feeling kind of down on myself because as I mentioned before, I I think I did good, but there was parts that I wish I could have done better. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, I was just thinking about that a lot and thinking, hey, know your worth, girl. For sure. So yeah, that's my first album and it'll come out, I don't know when, but soon. <laughs> yeah, I'll be looking forward to it. Yes. Um, is that your favorite quote, would you say? Know your worth? I think so. Yeah. yeah, I think because that's like a main thing that I've struggled with and like in regards to it being a theme in my life is the idea of worthiness and feeling like I'm enough. Am I talented enough? Am I smart enough? Am I talking enough? Am I good? You know, like things mm-hmm. like that. So um, that was just something that I was really navigating and trying to work on a lot. And so that was just something that I had to keep reminding myself and telling myself, know your worth, you're doing good, remember who you are. And that's it. Yeah. What is advice you'd give to someone who's um, who's going through like a tough time? Mm. <sighs> that's a big one. Um, I feel like it's very personal and I think it depends on who I'm talking to. I I don't know if I have a specific saying that I can say to someone but I do know that as long as I'm there for them and I'm making it known that I will support them and help them out and do whatever it is that they need me to do that is for them I'll do it Mm -hmm. you know I want to also say like you know it'll get better you know I don't know I just feel so cheesy saying things like that though but you know, it will, like it may seem hard right now, but things will get better eventually. But I'm here for you. Whatever you need, I will be there. And that's probably the main thing mm-hmm. for me is just, yeah, being there. Because at least that's how I would feel for if somebody, if I was going through a hard time, I would just want somebody to just be a physical presence for me. 
for sure mm-hmm. no, i like that I, I was listening to this uh i don't know how i came across but like it was this talk on it was this dude he was um i think i guess he's like a motivational speaker mm-hmm. or like a, a pastor or whatever but he was talking about he's like as long as you as long as you um make sure that someone um else is okay like someone else is um okay in their own life like you're making sure that they're okay you're gonna be okay like no matter what Mm -hmm. Uh, it's not exactly word for word how he said it but like as soon as he said i was like dude like that i mean that makes so much sense you know Mm -hmm. um i guess just because the more i think about it i guess that that just provides so much like meaning to someone's life Mm -hmm. i think that's where a lot of it comes from is making sure that like uh, I guess like the more responsibility you have for someone, even though it can be like kind of stressful, it can be a little bit much at times. Like it's, it's very fulfilling in a way mm-hmm. cause you know, people count on you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's nice to know that people are always there and supporting mm-hmm. you and cheering you on, even though it's hard for you to cheer yourself on. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, you know, we're, we're human beings and we definitely do well when it comes to being around other people. Something I learned about actually in one of my classes was that people, when they were older, they were, yeah, they were maybe in their 60s to 70s. Mm-hmm. They were dying really quickly. Mm. And that was because they didn't have family. They weren't, like, communicating mm-hmm. to people. They weren't talking to people. Versus they have this other group who was actively, like, being around family, being around a community. It didn't even have to necessarily be family, but just, like, being around people. Yeah. like we need to be around other people, you know? Like, that's just how we are. Like, even when, back in the cavemen days, like, if you weren't in a group, you were going to die. You couldn't, like, survive on your own. Like, you had to be in a group all the time. So that's just how we naturally are. They also did that study with um, babies, too. And these babies were, they had everything that they needed. They were being fed. They were being given, um, like, a warm place to be. They were able to sleep. But they weren't given love. Like, they didn't have their mom and dad. They were just, it was just a nurse changing their diaper, leaving, feeding them, leaving, you know? Mm. And they died. Wow. Yeah, all of them. All of them died. Yeah, I don't know where the study was, but look it up. I don't know what you would search. Babies dying. I don't know. Don't search that. I'm sorry. Don't search that. But yeah, no, it was very, very sad. People knocking on your door, right? No, I know. (laughs) Cut that out. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but no, no, no. It was like, it was really sad because even though they were given all their basic necessities, like they just passed away because they weren't given love and the human touch and Mm. yeah, whatever it may be. So, I mean, yeah, I can see that 100%. Like it's. One thing I notice is like when I'm like kind of, I'm like in a little funk. A lot of the times it's because like I haven't like interacted with mm-hmm. someone in a while or like just really had a talk or just like, I think this actually helps me a lot because I'm actually like I have a, a talk like this every single week. Oh, yeah. Uh, almost every single week, sometimes two times a week. Mm-hmm. But like I think it's just really helped me in that way where and like sometimes when I'm just down and like I'm just in my thoughts, I'm like, dude, I think I just need a freaking just be, be around, around talk talk to someone yeah mm-hmm. doesn't have to be a, what I'm, I'm going through but just like if we we're just having a conversation you just have the presence it's so big you like you, you don't realize it mm-hmm. yeah no exactly and especially like like you said it doesn't have to necessarily be about what you're going through but that too sometimes i'm very mm-hmm. passive aggressive sometimes like i don't mm-hmm. i bottle things up and even if something's bothering me i won't let the person know that's mm-hmm. so bad for you mm-hmm. like you have to let the other person know or at least like 
I don't know, write it out or get it out somehow or talk to somebody else about it. If you bottle it up, it's not good for you. Yeah. So yeah, communication, being around other people. Yeah. For sure. Um, do you have any questions or topics <gasps> that you want to cover? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you have any questions for I did me? not prepare this actually. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> um, what is your overall goal like what is like your main thing that you want to accomplish like one big dream Mm. that you want to do whether it's for this podcast career what's one big goal that you have i like that Mm -hmm. um i would say when it when it comes to the podcast um like I, i guess when they're talking like tangible goals um, Cause I'm sometimes I'm not very like I don't I'm not very direct and like just like what I I, I just have little glimpses and like visions mm. and feelings of what I want it to be but sometimes like I just need to do better of like pinpointing all right exactly what but I think um, I've obviously like I just want to grow it obviously to a wider audience mm-hmm. that's the main thing that's like that's kind of like right now what I'm trying to do right but ultimately I kind of want to um, eventually like kind of make it into more of like a platform for other podcasters maybe other artists like just just being able to have a place of like just being able to uplift other like talented like creators and stuff um whether that's in el paso or just like i mean u.s or worldwide you know just being able to like have a platform that i'm able to like provide resources to like other people you know that's awesome um i guess that's the main thing what else honestly like just like something just when it comes to life mm-hmm. um hmm. i would say just like making an impact you know just like just being being a positive light for like somebody you know mm-hmm. and um lately a lot of it's been family like mm-hmm. i've been thinking about it like i actually really want like i just want a really dope like just an awesome healthy like family Aww, you know that's really and cool. that's that's kind of weird. Like, it's, I, it's I, not I, weird. I would have never thought of me yeah. like just saying that, but You're no, a family like, person, yeah, no, for sure. Like, in it's the I, Mexican I, in you. Oh, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, um, I guess just because it's my, it's my, I get that from like my mom and dad. Of and course, we're very close, and I've been thinking about a lot, a lot lately that I just want to build that. You know, mm-hmm. um, how about you? Oh wow, that was mm-hmm. so sentimental. I don't even know how to follow <laughs> that family. God yeah. dang. Um, <laughs> what was the question oh my main goal um hmm oof now i'm in the hot seat i don't know let's just get the grammy out of the way right no (laughs) yeah definitely a grammy definitely an oscar or two you know (laughs) um i don't know i think for a long time the main thing that i wanted to accomplish was to be a singer like that was it well you did it and i did it no you're completely correct Yeah, yeah i definitely um, but I think like, you know, mainstream famous yeah, singer no, was always sure. like in my head. Yeah. Now I don't even know if that's like my main goal anymore. Like I am having so much fun doing what I'm doing now. And I, like you said, like, yeah, I am a singer and that counts as something, mm-hmm. you know, um, as I'm getting more into my degree, I am so in love with being a therapist or I haven't done it yet, but just what I've been learning so far, I want to eventually work with kids when it comes to expressive arts therapy And I want to be able to help people not only help themselves, but through doing that, you're able to help and heal society, you know, like every person you come across, like you can either 
show that through who you are being through your aura through whatever it may be and have an impact on that other person you know if you're positive and you've learned something in therapy and that you can translate that on to somebody else it causes a ripple effect you know so i want to be able to really have an impact on society or at least just one individual person and allow them to learn more about themselves and realize that they're okay being exactly who they are maybe they haven't reached a certain goal or a certain like milestone or whatever it may be but just allowing people to realize you are okay as you are and you don't have to judge yourself for that you know um so how do you sorry because yeah. i want to get on that point yeah, like yeah, how yeah. do you balance what's a balancing act between like knowing that like you are okay as you are and like that you're um mm. that you shouldn't judge yourself mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you there are things you need to work on and improve like how what do you think like the i always think about that yeah like what do you think that the balancing I don't even is? Know. <laughs> um I think like it's about knowing that you can still evolve and grow but I think it's just about the judgment that you put on yourself Mm. and that's the difference you know because you I for me I'm just thinking about my perspective but for a long time I was just thinking well because you haven't reached completely haven't completely reached a way of not being anxious anymore you're not good enough you haven't reached Mm. that yet so you're not good enough you know you have to take away that judgment you know so I think that was like that's like the main thing that comes up for me is just erasing that heavy set of judgment on you and realizing that I'm okay the way I am yes there's improvement and yes I'm going to work towards it but I'm also okay you know Mm because i'm working towards it and i don't have to be so mean at myself just because i haven't accomplished it yet mm, does that make sense for I don't know sure if i explained that well i think that's what i would say you know mm-hmm. it's just like you said i think it's just that even though like you're like you could be on the path mm-hmm. to like just becoming a better person and doing the things you you know you're capable of and you know that you want to do however it can it can really affect you because i've been through it it's that just that judgment you place on yourself mm-hmm. of like knowing that you're not where you want to be and that's what kind of can i think it can slow you down even more if 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 you have that negative like just self-talk and judgment on yourself and you don't have to that's the thing like you can and and the pressure exactly i was going to say you can Mm -hmm. relieve yourself of that um just from understanding that like what's gonna happen like what like what's meant to be is going to be Mm -hmm. and as long as you're doing what you can control like everything else is like you you just kind of have to i think it's just how you have to be aware of it yeah um because it's gonna happen like your thoughts are gonna arise you know thoughts that you don't want but it's just kind of knowing that they're not valid and knowing that like you can move past them and just mm-hmm. i just i guess most of the time just having a positive outlook on yeah on your life and what you're doing you know and nothing's permanent yeah. i mean you the way you are right now and the identity that you're holding on to right now like that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be that person forever i mean the person i was five years ago i'm nothing like that person you know sometimes you have to let go of the stories you told yourself and the narratives you told yourself and the lies that you've told yourself Mm -hmm. you know um so yeah like you said just alleviating that pressure and you know we're all trying our best and 
Yeah. That's all we could do. Literally. Mm-hmm. That's all you can That's do. That's all you can do. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my TED Talk. Yeah. <laughs> For real. What's your love language? Ooh, what is my love language? Acts of service. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. How would you describe that? I love a gentleman mm. and I love when people do things for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love just like chilling out and like, no, like I just think it's really sweet when people uh, do more of an effort to like, I don't know, like for example, if I have my coat on and I need help taking it off, oh, that was really mm. sweet that you helped me take it off or like, um, I don't know, helping me put things away. Like, oh, you saw I was struggling. Like, let me go and help oh, you. Okay. Like things like that. Like, yeah. ugh. It's really sweet. I noticed those types of things. Yeah. And quality time. Mm. I love spending time with people, hanging out. Yeah. Mm, what about you? Uh, I think it's, um, I like gift giving. Nice. Um, and then just, uh, I think words of affirmation are pretty big. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Pretty big. Love unfortunately. languages are so fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. Cause like, yeah, it's so true that how we show our love may be different from somebody else. And I think that's really important. My boyfriend, his is words of affirmation. Mm. And you know what? I realized that I thought mine's was, I used to think mine was words of affirmation and I realized I don't do it enough. So that's something that I had to like learn and adapt to mm. because that's just how he shows and likes to receive love. So, yeah, it's just interesting how we're all so different. For mm-hmm. sure. We are all very different. Mm-hmm. And also very similar. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, what do you have going on um, lately or recently or in the future, near future, that you want people to, like, know about? Um, ooh, so when I go back to school, it's oh, it's going to be all about school. Well, I'm it's going like in to, the next week, right? Yeah, yeah, I go back tomorrow, actually. Oh, yeah, I'm going to be on a plane tomorrow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I go on my orientation retreat on Thursday. So that's something that we do every at the beginning of every semester. And I start my internship for the first time. So that's when I'm really going to be like solidifying everything that I've been learning and mm. seeing if it is for me. So that's very scary. Yeah. Um, with music, I think that's like one of my New Year's resolutions is to write songs, not when I'm about to come back home for the holidays. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, okay, maybe we don't need to put so much pressure on myself when it comes to that. Like, I do want to make more music. I want to come out with my album by the end of the year for sure. And I think that's probably the one of the main big things for me. Um, eventually, I do want to move to LA as well. That's probably going to happen maybe in maybe in two years Mm -hmm. maybe in a year and a half in two years um and hopefully it all works out because that's the that's the goal yeah Mm -hmm. but my boyfriend likes arizona so i think i'm going to try la for a while and then if it doesn't work out it's okay um or if like i don't know honestly i don't think i'll like it all that much like i'm i think like again it's just me fulfilling like the inner child in me yeah um i like arizona have you been to arizona yeah i actually lived there i went to arizona state no University. Way. Yeah. what yeah what were you studying uh psychology actually what that's awesome what were you minoring in or uh, were there just, minors? just psychology yeah very cool um, yeah i lived in downtown phoenix i lived in tempe <gasps> um yeah phoenix is dope i love, I love arizona and yeah. i didn't realize how much i loved it until like he has family out there and i started and i have family out there too but when i was visiting them it was more when i was younger so yeah. i didn't really like you know appreciate mm. it for what it was it is a very beautiful city oh, it's yeah. so bougie too <laughs> <laughs> and i'm a bougie girl uh, so yeah. i like it <laughs> it's really nice and i like the heat too like i you know it's like controversial to say but i i don't mind the heat yeah so. me neither honestly yeah like, yeah, I'm. I'd much rather be in scorching heat than, uh, like, like the cold, the mm-hmm. super cold weather. You know, mm-hmm. 
Where else have you traveled to? Have you traveled uh, a lot? Yeah, I, I've I have actually. I've been to Thailand. What? That was like wow. my that was my most recent like uh, big trip. Uh, mm. Not international because I went to Canada. I went to Canada earlier this year, and then I, I was there for like maybe a month and a half um, last year. Stayed with my cousin out there. Uh, so yeah, I've done a, a little wow. bit of travel. Is that like more. your number one place, Thailand, or what's your number one place you've been to? Ooh, um, Thailand was just insane. It's definitely the most memorable because I was alone out there, and like wow. it was it was a solo travel. I was there for like like a month and a half. So the food must have been incredible. Oh my gosh, like, Thai food! I had never tried Thai food until I went to Thailand. Wow! Yeah. Wow! <laughs> what an experience that for must have sure. been. Amazing. That's why I want to go to San Fran because I heard the Thai food was really good. Yeah, and yeah. there's like a place right by me that in a Korean corn dog place. <laughs> Korean. Have you had a Korean corn dog? I have. Yo, not. I've heard of it. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> don't yes. have them here. Don't have yeah. them anywhere. Go to San Francisco and yeah. have them there. Yeah. They're so freaking good. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I mean I love. Definitely want to do more traveling soon. Mm-hmm. We'll mm-hmm. see if I'm, if I'm ever in San Fran. I'll definitely. Yeah. Um, definitely link up with you. You can yeah, show yeah, me. Yeah, I'll show a you bit. all the food places. There's yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot. What's like the number one place you want to go to? Right now, yeah. ooh. Um, it's always New York, but I, I would say anything else. I want to go. I've been wanting to go to Japan for mm, a while. Nice. Um, I've been else? saying they have those little capsule hotels. Have oh, you heard of those? Yeah, I've seen that's those. That's so cute. Yeah. yeah, they're like in a little mm-hmm. thing. I don't know if yeah. I would do it, but I, <laughs> yeah, no, sure. I have too much stuff that I take with me and clothes. I yeah. couldn't do it, but I think no, that was for cute. Sure. Yeah. I would say Europe for sure. Mm-hmm. Ah, just uh, everywhere. South, yeah, South America, anywhere really. I'm, I'm good with anywhere <laughs> yeah you like to explore it's a sagittarius for there. sure very cool <laughs> <laughs> well yeah this is this is going to be episode 26 of the most vulnerable player um with ali ali stars yes. I'll, I'll just call you ali stars <laughs> yeah, that's me <laughs> yeah um and this is going to be on apple podcast um youtube spotify all that um so definitely go support she's we're manifesting right now she's going to drop her first album this year it's going to happen <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah i hope you, you guys enjoyed this episode